Hello and welcome to the Stepwise Show, a show where we support you through the art and science on how to get it right in business and life. This show helps distill the effective habits, strategies and behavior of successful people and companies and make them readily available to you. I am your host, Baba Jili Agwagi. Here at the Stepwise Show, we keep looking for tools, strategies and tips to support your business and life's journey to help you set up for success. In today's episode, I'll be discussing the power of habits. Habits can have a disturbing power over our lives. If you've ever had a longing, craving or desire that you couldn't resist, such as the urge to eat junk food or something similar, knowing it was wrong but you could not help yourself, then you're in the right place. Stopping a bad habit with sheer willpower hardly works. The only way to readily halt craving and amend bad habits is to leverage the golden rule of habit change. The golden rule of habit change says if you want to change a bad habit, keep the prompting and the rewards of your bad habit, but insert a routine to replace the habit. In other words, keep what triggers your craving and the sensation you crave, but replace the behavior with a new one. The golden rule has influenced the treatment of alcoholism, obesity, obsessive compulsive disorders, OCDs, and hundreds of other destructive behaviors, and understanding it can help you or anyone change their habits. For example, if you want to stop wasting hours mindlessly checking your phone, or snacking on food that makes you feel like crap, you can use the golden rule of habit change to gain power over your bad habits by implementing three steps. The first step, rethink the reward. When a smoker craves a cigarette, conventional wisdom assumes that they crave the nicotine in the cigarette. Well, if this was true, smokers who use nicotine patches or chew nicotine gum when they crave a smoke should be able to stop smoking. However, research has shown that less than 1% of those who use nicotine patches or gum quit smoking and that what smokers crave is less obvious. Some smokers crave a cigarette because their brain have associated smoking with going outside and socializing with other smokers. Other smokers crave cigarettes because the act of smoking releases boredom and provides a temporary escape from their anxiety. In either cases, these smokers don't need a cigarette to experience the reward they are craving. Just as smokers don't need a cigarette to satisfy their cigarette craving, we don't need junk food to satisfy our food craving, or we don't need to check our phones to satisfy our phone craving. Maybe when we have cravings, some stimulation and a break is often the reward we are craving. In a study conducted by researchers at the University of Virginia, they wanted to see the extent to which the average person craves stimulation. So they asked a series of participants to sit alone in a room for 15 minutes and just think. The room was empty except for a device that allowed the participants to give themselves a mild shock. Almost half of the participants elected to shock themselves over and over again. In their conclusion, the researchers said at best 
most people would rather be doing something other than nothing even if that something was harmful even when we know eating junk food is bad for us or checking twitter email tiktok or youtube will lead to hours of wasted time we still do it to satisfy our need for stimulation and experience a temporary escape from our anxious thoughts however the only way to know if what we essentially crave is stimulation or a break is to analyze our bad habits and test our new routines step two test new routines charles Duhay, an author and whose book we are reviewing developed a daily cookie craving as a result he was gaining weight and having an ever-expanding waistline he had just learned about the golden rule of habit change so he got to work testing out new routines that could satisfy his craving without actually eating cookies first he needed to isolate the cues that triggered his craving so for the next week he answered these four questions every time he was experiencing the craving one where am i two what time is it three what's my emotional state that is are you stressed anxious or bored four what am i doing that is what action is preceding my craving after a week of observing what led to his cookie craving he was able to see a pattern and isolate the cues that triggered his bad habits at roughly 3 30 pm every day in the office he started craving cookies now that he was aware of the cues that triggered his craving he could test new routines immediately following the cues over the course of the next few days he set an alarm for 3.30 pm and executed a non-cookie eating routine each time. Then 15 minutes later, he would take note of how he was feeling and if his craving had subsided. On the first day, he walked around the block and then went back to his desk without eating anything. That wasn't very effective. The next day, he bought an apple at the cafeteria, ate it and went back to his desk. That also didn't satisfy his craving. The next day, he ordered a cup of coffee and went back to work, which slightly worked. But the following day, he went to a friend's office to have a conversation for a few minutes and then went back to his desk. That seemed to work. Through experimentation, he learned that it wasn't essentially the cookie he craved. Rather, it was a moment of distraction and the opportunity to socialize. After a few weeks of setting an alarm for 3 pm and talking with a friend, he found that he no longer craved cookies. Now, at about 3.30 pm every day, he would absentmindedly stand up, looking around the newsroom for someone to talk to for about 10 minutes and then goes back to his desk. It occurred every day without him thinking about it. It had become a habit. The process of replacing a bad habit is fairly straightforward but not entirely easy. The first few weeks of replacing a bad routine with a healthier routine will involve some slip-ups and require a bit of willpower. But luckily, there is a hack for that. Step 3. Script your new routine. In 1992, five dozen patients who had just had orthopedic surgery were recruited into a study. In the study, 
half of the patients were asked to write out where and when they plan to go for a walk each day. For example, at 2 p.m., I will go for a walk around my neighborhood. But the other half simply set the intentions of walking more but did not write down a specific walking plan each day. When the psychologist leading the study visited the patients three months later, she found that patients who had detailed walking plans walked almost twice as fast as ones who had not. And patients with detailed walking plans had started getting in and out of their chairs unassisted almost three times faster. In other words, those who had found the willpower to do their rehabilitation exercises each day were the ones who had written out clear behavioral plans. The same principle will apply to changing any bad habits. By simply writing out what you will do when the cue for your bad habit is present, you will dramatically increase the odds of executing your new routine. Starbucks food chain got all new employees to carry out the exercise. They were to write down in a workbook, when my customer is unhappy, I will dot 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 and then I will get to enjoy a grateful customer or praise from my manager. These behavioral plans helped employees who had a track record of losing their temper to stay calm and composed through an often long shift. Angela Duckworth, the author of Grit and a willpower researcher at the University of Pennsylvania said that sometimes it looks like people with great self-control aren't working hard, but that's because they've made the process automatic. Their willpower occurs without them having to think about it. When you write out your new routine following the cue of your bad habits, you'll be less likely to fall back into your bad habits because you simply follow your plan without having to think about it. In the end, instead of using your willpower to suppress cravings and resist bad habits, get curious and study your bad habit loop. Get into the habit of asking yourself the following question. What is the exact cue that is triggering my bad habit? What is the real reward I seek? And remember that just because you have a junk food craving doesn't mean you need to eat any junk food to satisfy your craving. Once you've answered this question, then it's time to implement the golden rule of habit change by experimenting with different routines that can deliver a similar reward and satisfy your craving. The goal is to get to the point where you can write down the following. When I write down your old cue, I will write down your new routine. To experience, write your old reward. If you would like to gather some more information on how to manage your habits, I would like to recommend the book The Power of Habits by Charles Duhigg, in which some of the core messages in his book are summarized here. He's an authority in the area of habit redesign. That's it for this episode. I'm really curious to know how you'll be applying these tips and tools to your life and business. Please leave a comment in the blog section of my website. And if you haven't subscribed to an online version of this program, make sure you do so on my website. 
Periodically, I put out new strategies, tips, rewards, and tutorial walkthrough like this one to improve your work in life and business. If you like a written version or a replay of this episode, kindly visit my website, gdagraduate.com, and you will get it there. If you like this episode, hit the like button and share it with your friends and network. It will go a long way to make this content reach more people. Thanks for listening and do have yourself a stepwise day.